Starting and sustaining a business is hard. Whether you're just beginning or have been at it for a while and need a pick-me-up, you're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories from others on how to keep going and laugh while you learn. Here is your host, Joe Hausman. Hello and welcome to my show, Go For It, here on Voice America. Thank you so much for coming back today. Every week, every month, you guys, you know, I thank you every week because I love it that you send me your emails, your messages, and you know what? Thank you, and I'm so appreciative of all that, and this week, you know what? That is no different because, as always, I have a fantastic guest on the line with me today, but as you know, I am a go-for-it celebrity business and business and life coach, but I'm also a speaker, which I love doing. I just got back from New Orleans where I spoke down there for health and marketing conference and also a voiceover artist and international best-selling author. You know what? I brand myself as that celebrity business coach because along with coaching you to start start and grow your home-based business, I also find the media outlets to help you promote your business which has been really beneficial to my clients, which has been wonderful. So you know what? Anytime you want more information about me, you know you can go to my website, www.johosman.com. Now, I also have put together the five simple steps to start a home-based business, and that's at goforitwithjoe.com. And you know, I'm that female Joe, so that's J-O. So www.goforitwithjoe.com. And ladies and gentlemen, I have a wonderful guest on the line with me today. I am so excited to bring her on because she is going to teach us how to increase business and sales. But you know what? The biggest thing most of us have is that fear. So she's going to teach us that as well. And her name is Nancy Gazenkoffer. She is a focused, motivated, and dedicated business coach herself. Through her work, Nancy empowers creative entrepreneurs to build the life and business that they always wanted. As a mom of three young adults and a successful business owner, Nancy understands the unique challenges entrepreneurs face when pursuing their dreams of growing a profitable business, which, trust me, everybody does. She leads by example through her hard work, encouragement, and most of all, her no BS leadership style. I love that. Nancy, I love that about you. Nancy (laughs) offers one-on-one and group coaching to guide her clients to get clear on their business identity, offerings, pricing, marketing programs, and sales techniques. In addition to business coaching, Nancy is a national board member of the Interior Design Society and the current and founding president of the IDS, which is the Interior Design Society virtual chapter. Welcome to my show, Nancy. Thank you, Joe. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I am just so excited to be interviewing you today. How are you doing? I'm doing well today. It's a little rainy here in New York again, but it's, it's still, it's better than snow. Oh, amen to that. I tell I tell people. I said, mm. you know what? The, the the season will change here eventually. I know that. I just know it. I just exactly. I'm I just feel it in my bones. But anyway, Nancy, what I do with all my guests is I ask them to give a little history about you. Now I just talked a little bit about it in your bio, but really give a little history about you to let my audience really get to know Nancy Gazenkoffer. Sounds good. So I started out like many entrepreneurs do uh, in the corporate world. When I left college as a business management and finance major, I worked for a bank. And for 10 years, I'm a bit of a workaholic. I was so motivated to climb that corporate ladder. 
which I did. By the time 10 years was done, I was a first vice president and I was managing three different departments of 50 people each and loving, crazy, but loving working 12-hour days and motivated until I decided to start having children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like many of us do. And then suddenly, working 12-hour days were, was not looking or feeling so good. So what I ended up doing is I, I did leave the corporate world, and I tried the stay-at-home mom thing for a couple of years. And I'm a great mom, but I was not loving the stay-at-home mom thing. I thought, oh, I've got to try and do something else. By that point, I had two children, uh, very young and I thought, what, what can I do that still keeps me home with them uh, but stimulates me by, you know, getting out of the house and having adult conversation? So I became, I went back to college to become a personal fitness instructor. It was a certification program. Uh, did that, and I opened up a whole gym in my basement. And I worked outside the house at New York Sports and Fitness for, for a little while, for about a year. But primarily, I grew a personal training business in my basement. I, I trained other moms. They would bring their kids over. Sessions would go mm-hmm. a little long, mm-hmm. as you can imagine, trying to manage the kids and get a great workout in. And I did that for a while until I got pregnant with my third child. And my third child was born with a heart anomaly, called transposition of the great vessels and needed open heart surgery at five days old and was quarantined for two years. So there went Mm -hmm. the personal training Mm -hmm. because, you know, I had, I think I was three and a five-year-old and a baby who was quarantined, who was recovering from open heart surgery. And by the way, I just jumped to the end. He's perfectly healthy and he's a freshman in college. So Oh, Just good. in case anyone's, you know, wondering, that all worked good, out good, beautifully. Good. It was a full repair. Mm-hmm. So good to hear. As soon as he was out of quarantine uh, and he went to preschool, and I thought, okay, what am I going to do next? What's my next stage? My mother called me, who is an artist living in Las Vegas with my father. We grew up in New York, but they had moved to Vegas after their three daughters got married. And she said, I'm giving away all my artwork. I said, why would you do that? I just have too much, and I, and I don't feel like trying to sell it. And I'm like, hmm, well, I'm looking for my next thing. So, you know, I'm a businesswoman. I'm all business. Send it to me. Let, me. let me see what I can do with it. So I decided to start having home art parties, kind of like the um, Pampered Chef parties. Oh, sure. Where you invite friends and family and wine and cheese, but I did it for artwork. Mm-hmm. I used to sticky tack artwork to people's walls and then they'd invite people and they would purchase it. I, Joe, I worked my butt off. <laughs> I was really like, I'd work 60 hours for one party and I'd walk out with $60. Oh, that's almost heartbreaking, it, isn't it? <laughs> it was, at the time, there was a lot of naysayers in my life. Uh-huh. And I thought... I'm on to something. I'm not quitting. I'm on to something. Mm-hmm. And as your show calls it, go for it, right? I just mm-hmm. kept I'm just going to keep doing this. I was getting out. I was doing some socializing. I was enjoying myself. My mother was making some money. Uh, but I thought, I'm going to just stick to this. I know there's something here. And one day, an interior designer walked into one of my parties. And she, by that point, I had taken on other artists as well, local artists. She mm-hmm. pointed to a piece of artwork. It wasn't one of my mother's. And oh. said, that would be the perfect artwork for my client. I was like, really? And she said, yep. Can you bring it to the house? I'm like, sure. 
when I got to the house, the client loved it. She said, uh, the, the interior designer said, can you, can you frame it for us? I'm like, absolutely. I knew nothing about framing. <laughs> Isn't that the best? That's the best, though, when you don't know and you just get thrown into it. Yeah, and I really didn't know a lot about artwork either, but I was mm-hmm. learning, right? So I went into this huge learning mode. I went to framers. I said, what can you do for me? What can you teach me? I need a quick lesson. I need samples. I need mats and frames, carry cases. What can you do for me? And they were so accommodating. One in particular set me up with all the frames I needed for that particular job. So we finished that job, and I was proud of it, and I started thinking, that's the niche, that's mm-hmm. it right there. It's the niche of interior designers. Clients mm-hmm. appreciate the service. And what if I created a shop at home service for art and framing? So nice. that's what I did. Good for you. That's exciting. It was exciting. You know what? I love to learn and I was learning how to grow a different type of business and I just went for it. And I learned everything I needed to know. I got all the connections I needed to. I started going to the art expos and bringing on more artists and figuring out how do I carry this stuff to people's houses. Um, I was getting larger and I'm thinking, okay, now how do I find more interior designers? And it's interesting because every single person you meet along your journey gives you a little hint of where to go. Right? So I had catalogs at one point, uh, along with only some artwork. And I went into one interior designer to meet with her, and she said, oh, my clients do not buy out of catalogs. You need uh-huh. more inventory. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, let me bring on more inventory. So again, uh-huh. I went searching for artists and suppliers who would send me inventory on consignment. I did not have to buy it. And let me keep it for a while, present it, and if it's sold, then they would be paid. Well, Fifteen years later, Expressive Living Art Framing and Accessories was booming because Mm -hmm. I figured out where does my ideal client hang out. And my ideal client would hang out at the societies that were specifically for interior designers. So I became the, I found the IDS, Interior Design Society, Long Island chapter. Mm -hmm. I became a member. Within six months, I was vice president. Two years later, I was president. And that is an organization I have continued to follow me through the 15 years of expressive living, growing and growing and growing. I had two employees working out of the house. We were on the road sometimes. And then at some point, a designer said to me, can you do accessories too? Because why not? We're the schleppers, right? We're going to bring everything to the house. Clients are going to select them on premise. We're going to bring it in for framing when it comes to the artwork. We're going to bring it back, install it on the walls. And when it comes to the accessories, I expanded my house. I opened up an accessory showroom and we did the same type of service with the accessories. We loaded up my van. We'd go to the house with the interior designer. We'd stage all the accessories and they would buy what they wanted to keep and we would pack up what they didn't. Wow. Good for you. That's on interior design. And that, I mean, just people doing that is just it's so intriguing to me because I have absolutely no skills in that area at all. <laughs> I mean, I know what I like, but neither did I. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. But I, isn't I... that that's so ironic how you just you just got right into it? And but your mother was an artist though, so you're really taking that creative spirit and turning it into a wonderful business. Yes, I, it, it's true. Like my my mother is an artist. My father builds model ships. I have a sister who's a writer. Another sister who's very good at art. She doesn't actually pursue it as a career. And I always said to myself, I'm not creative. I'm just all business. But really, growing a business is creative as well. Mm-hmm. 
Very much so. You have to think outside the box every day. You have to think outside the box. You have to think, how can I be different? How can I do it differently? How can I distinguish myself? And that all takes a lot of creative thinking. It's not black and white. It's really different for everybody. So what I found is that over the years of working with interior designers, they had an even more creative mind than than I had, and they didn't really feel like they had the business skills and knew how to become profitable. Like, what were they doing wrong? How should they handle certain client situations? How should they market themselves? How can they close that sale? And they were coming to me on a regular basis for just advice while I was serving their needs with the you know the art framing and accessories. Mm-hmm. So I decided my next stage of life. I'm 50. I was 50 at the time. And I thought, do I want to keep expressive living? I'm empty nest now. My kids are are off. The youngest is in his first year of college. I thought, what do I want to do? What makes me want to jump out of bed every morning? And I love helping other people grow businesses. I, I loved helping me grow businesses. And I thought, how can I do this over and over again without having to shut down and create a new business every couple of years? So I decided to hang my shingle as a business coach. And it's basically life and business coach as you are, because you know how, especially with creative people, especially with women, their lives intertwine with their business, their emotions, it all kind of goes hand in hand. Absolutely. And as soon as I hung my shingle, I mm-hmm. got immediate one-on-one clients because I had, as interior designers, they were like, oh my God, you're, you're actually coaching officially now because I always feel bad asking you questions. Now I can really ask you and not feel bad about it because I'm paying you for it. Isn't that great? And now they know that I, and you're getting paid for it even, you know, just, just such a blessing. Such a blessing. And about a year and three quarters into coaching, I shut down Expressive Living. Oh, you did? Okay. I did. I no longer do the art framing and accessories because that took me out of the house a lot. And when I was running both, and I work on this with a lot of my clients, and you know this, when you're running two things and you're trying to run them both really well, something Mm -hmm. starts to fall off. Mm -hmm. That's amen to that. I decided I want to be mobile, um, empty nest want to be able to move perhaps to a warmer climate, want to be able to travel more. I had also gone through a divorce, so I thought, okay, now I'm able to, you know, I have a boyfriend and we like to travel, and I thought, let me, let me become an online business coach mm-hmm. where I don't actually meet with people in person, but we meet virtually. Mm-hmm. And so I shut down Expressive Living, and now I am full-time business coach to creative entrepreneurs. I have a lot of interior designers, web designers, online coaches who are trying to build a business the way I built it on my Mm -hmm. own terms, but successfully and fast. Mm -hmm. And I just absolutely love what I do. Oh, good. Isn't that the best feeling in the world is when you get up in the morning and it's like, it's what you love to do and you don't even have to think about it anymore because you just know you're in the right path. It's the best feeling in the world. And then I don't have to schlep stuff around anymore. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I was just going to say, and basically, you're doing what I do. You're living the laptop life. Yes. Because you really just work all off a laptop or your phone or whatever. I do, when I have out-of-country clients, you know, we just do Facebook Messenger or, you know, Skype or something. You know, it just, it makes it so easier with all the technology now. I mean, you can do it from anywhere. It's true. I just got a client from uh, Kenya 
Oh, my nice. first client in Kenya. I've had clients in, in the UK, in New Zealand, in Australia, and she hired me yesterday, and she's um, relocated. She's lived all over the world, and now she finds herself in Kenya, and she's building a business there, and she needed some help. And I thought, oh, my God, how exciting. I have a client in Kenya, Africa. That is so exciting. That is really exciting because you just never know when people are going to find you or how you find them. And you know what? When the student is ready, the teacher appears. And that's exactly how you guys met. You know, I'm assuming is that she was ready and here you are. And that's so key, right? Keeping your eyes open and your ears open and listening for opportunities and things that connect with you and not to poo-poo them and actually investigate them. And she did. And we're a good fit. So I'm happy to help her grow her business. Um, and she needs help, you know, with how does she market herself? Um, and, and she's an older woman, so she's sometimes, you know, not clear on the technology and, you know, because of what you and I do, the technology we've had to learn, right? We've had no choice right. but to learn. Right. And now yep. we get to teach other people also. Yeah, that's fantastic. And we do have to go to break, but um, I cannot wait to come back after break and learn more about you and more about your business and what you do. So to get to Nancy's website, it is www.nancygazenkoffer, and that is G as in girl, A-N-Z-E-K-A-U-F-E-R, right, dot com, Gazenkoffer. Perfect. So W. www.nancygazenkoffer.com. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have questions for the show, would love to have you call in and ask questions. It is 1-866-472-5790. And we will be right back after break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit joehosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website joehosman.com where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs. Also support for the radio show and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com for the special offer today. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, joehosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's joehosman.com or 605-941-7969. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. listening to go for it to reach joe hausman with a comment or question about the show please send an email to joe at joehausman.com that's j-o at joehausman.com now back to go for it 
Welcome back to Go For It, my show here on Voice America. Hey, this is Joe, and I am interviewing the fantastic Nancy Gazenkoffer. She does business coaching for interior design professionals, but also internet-based entrepreneurs, because you know what? We need help. And I can say, say it myself, because I do all the time. A lot of times when we are solo entrepreneurs, we sometimes get stuck in our own little way that we do things, and it's really good to have somebody that we can partner with, we can um, you know, bounce ideas off of. And I know a lot of entrepreneurs will go sit at coffee houses and things like that. And I do that once in a while, but I like to go to networking events and those type of things too. But Nancy is really good at being able to draw out how to get you more business and more sales and overcome your fear. So Nancy, we're talking before the break about how you got into the business coaching, but you, like me, we're raising kids. Oh, I had one and you have three, but you were always running a business. So what was that like for you to raise those three children and then running a business? Because there's so many people today that always say they're so busy. But it really is always about choice, isn't it? It is about choice. But, you know, let's be honest. When your children are in crisis, your business mm-hmm. goes to the wayside sometimes. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, have to, you have to be okay with that once in a while. You know what? Family was always first for me, but my self-esteem interestingly enough, always came more from my business. And I used to joke around and go, okay, time for me to go to work because I can control my work. I can't control my family all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it that. became my respite. <laughs> um, but I did you know, have three children and all had some sort of medical issues varying in, in degrees. So my oldest suffered from severe social anxiety disorder, and my, my middle child had was born with a tremendous amount of food allergies. Uh, I mean, you're talking milk and eggs and paprika and mustard and things, garlic, and I'm all Italian. Can you imagine that? Oh, my um, goodness. A tremendous shellfish, like so many allergies that it was very hard to manage her you know, eating and keeping her, you know, hive free and, you know, skin smooth. And then my son, as I said in the first segment, was born uh, needing open heart surgery. So the the ge- the genetic medical bomb kind of hit on the family a little bit. But, you know, again, knock on wood, everybody's great today. But managing that while running a business was not always easy. It was definitely a balancing act and a struggle at times, like trying to get an extra two hours in for my business. And often what we find as mothers is we put them to bed and we work a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. And if you want to run a business, if you want to grow a business, that I'm so busy is real when you look at your calendar and your time slots, but at the same time you have to get very creative on opening up enough time slots for you to continue to go forward. Sometimes it's just baby steps and other times it's big leaps. And as a mother, you have to be okay with that. You know, they, they say it takes three years to actually start making money in a business. On average, mm-hmm. there will be times where if you're a mom, it might take a little longer. And there are times when maybe everything's going so smoothly with your family and you have great support and it'll go faster. And just being okay with that. And and that's the way I was. I was like, you know what? These are my family years. It'll take a little longer, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. 
Amen to that. Because, you know, family, as you said, you know, when there's a problem or crisis in the family, the business seems to suffer. And you really, and when there's harmony between everything, then, you know, your business will grow faster. But life is life. Right. And things happen. And that's just the way it is. And so it's how also how we choose to do. I was just like you, Nancy, just like you. I'd be like, at least I can control my business. <laughs> Couldn't control the family. You know but I it was a little bit of an escape, and I admit that. Um, but it was a requirement for me to keep my sanity while being a mom. And I think any Amen. moms who are listening there would understand that. There are moments in time. And you know what? Dinner may not always be perfect. Mm-hmm. And breakfast dishes may not always get done in exactly how your mom taught you to do them right after breakfast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to mm-hmm. set yourself will... up with a successful time management system. Well, I will tell you, there was one time my son was about a junior in high school, sophomore, junior, and my office was downstairs close to his bedroom, but not really. Anyway, I was up late working and same thing. I mean, I was up late working a lot. And uh, what happened is one time about midnight, midnight or one, he comes out and he goes, mom, will you please stop working so much? And even though he didn't mean it that way, he just wanted me out of the basement so he could get to bed. But right. To me, it's like, ding, 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 okay, something's got to give here, you know. So sometimes children have a way of telling us things that we don't really necessarily want to hear, but sometimes we need to hear them. And and he even says, he goes, I don't think I meant it that way. And I said, well, you probably didn't, but I took it that way. And so I really structured my business a lot differently after that conversation. And it, I actually took back my life so to speak, because mm-hmm. I've been doing my business at that point about three, four years. And at that point, I started to generate more income. And it really, you know, when you're able to delve more into it, and I was able to delegate more, which is really hard for women, I think. I know it's hard for me. It's hard to delegate. But that's exactly what we need to do. And that's one reason men are good at um I think business because they are they can delegate better, better you than know, me. I'm just gonna say me, I'm better than me. So I, I am a master delegator, so I think I have that that trait. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I find most women don't do is value their worth. As men, never you never hear men saying like, "I'm not sure what I should charge." Right, right, absolutely. Right. Or or they go mm-hmm. into you know, I don't think the customer is going to pay that, mm-hmm. and I like. Are you kidding? Like, do you know how much you're worth? Let's let's go through an exercise that mm-hmm. that. You go through all your past client testimonials, or if you don't have any yet, you go through all the things that you know how to do and understand that payment is an exchange of energy. And I just wrote this on my Facebook page. I have a private group called Actionable Entrepreneurs on Facebook. it's, It's open to any entrepreneur. So if you're listening out there and you're an entrepreneur, I'm in there almost every day doing a little mini lesson, a couple of minutes, because... I named it Actionable Entrepreneurs because hopefully all everyone in there is taking action and they're not sitting on Facebook for hours. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'll do like a really quick lesson. But I did this post about how someone's hiring you to do a job and you're exerting energy to do that job. And the way they pay you for your exerting your energy, doing what you do best, is with money, which they've received by doing what they do. So really being paid is an exchange of energy. And I know that sounds a little foo-foo, but at the same, which, which I'm really not so much, but when I grasped that concept, I thought I deserve to be paid 
for what I'm doing for someone else, how I'm exerting my energy. And then they will get paid for exerting their energy. And the person who's paying them got that money from exerting their energy on what they do best. So Mm -hmm. sticking in your, you know, you've all heard this before, your genius zone or your zone of excellence is really important. And once you get there, there will be no question as to what you should charge. Mm-hmm. Now, I've heard this, and sense? I've heard this for a long... Oh, my gosh. I, actually, I'm writing it down. That's why I'm... But I have heard this, too. Like, when you set an expectation of what you want, say, for this month... I'm just going to throw this number. Say you want to make $5,000. A lot of times what happens is, then they'll say, okay, now double it. And I'm like, okay, then. Right. <laughs> now, <laughs> I'm like, and then okay, well, 5000 was already, already of- stretching out my you know, limits, but now double it? I'm like, okay... But, you know, that is just, again, just making people think outside that box. And really, it's, it comes back to you can make that kind of money. You ha- allow yourself to make that kind of money. You have to allow yourself to feel your worth and be okay mm-hmm. charging your value. And that will allow you to stand in your own power and make the kind of money you want to make. And, mm-hmm. yes, you know, it's not – I. I I hate when coaches sell themselves on lifestyle, right? Oh, it's fabulous. I'm traveling. I'm this, I'm that, and I do yeah. no work. I only you know, work 15 hours a week. What they're really saying is the other 60 hours they're working is doing what they love so they don't consider it work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it Absolutely. is still work, right? Absolutely. They are helping other people. And, I, and I'm sure you feel the same way, Joe. Like when I help somebody grow their business, I'm I'm helping them make more money. So whatever I'm charging is going to come back to them tenfold. Absolutely. Hopefully, if they do the work, right? If they do the work, that's right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. If they do the work. Yep. But my job and your job is to move them out of their, you know, safe zone Mm -hmm. and move them into a little bit of an uncomfortable zone, which is really where their success always lies, right outside their comfort zone. I can ask anybody, what do you think you should be doing to grow your business? Mm-hmm. And they usually know. Oh, absolutely they know. And they're just too afraid to too afraid to do I just actually I talked about that on my Facebook Live this morning because that's exactly what happens. I have this saying that uh, I'm going to get here, but it really is about sometimes what you're most afraid of doing is the very mm-hmm. thing that will set you free. 100%. Hundred percent, absolutely. And when you know I what? first started coaching, I hired a coach. I was in a group of two hundred people. Oh my gosh! And okay. I thought, it, and it was very expensive. And I thought, oh my god, is this the right move for me? But I knew that I needed to learn how to not how to be a coach, how to be an online coach, right? How to mm-hmm. technology? How do I grow mm-hmm. my list? How do I get out to people? Right? So. I quickly discovered four months, no, maybe that's not so quick, four months in <laughs> that, mm-hmm. oh, this is too big, this group, it's not for me. And I, and I don't want to rinse and repeat what they're teaching. I don't like it. It doesn't feel right to me. It was, mm-hmm. it was cookie cutter. But I made a decision that I was locked into a one-year contract, not to be bitter about that, not to be angry about that, to just say, I'm going to get whatever I can out of this and learn whatever I can and build a community with the other women that are in this group and never be bitter about this very important lesson that I just learned, which mm-hmm. is I never want to have a 200-person group. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be cookie-cutter coaching. 
because your Absolutely. personality, your experience, and your profession makes a big difference in how I guide you. Absolutely. And Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but some some people are like that. They like that. They rather do it that way. But I I'm with you. I'm. It's harder to coach to the masses than it is one on one. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you but have you can, more you know, you that. Can have a, a, you can have a um a course for the masses. You know, so a, right. a lower priced course, which I'll be yep. developing soon. Something that teaches them the steps. But when it comes to really moving somebody outside their comfort zone, you're not just teaching the uh, technical aspects. You're also working on helping them understand themselves and moving them forward. Absolutely. And that's, you know what, and that's what they need. That's exactly what they need. And sometimes they don't even realize it. Correct. Most of the time they don't. They just want you to teach them this one thing. But when you teach them the one thing, they're still not able to do it because of what's behind it. Right. And then they want to go on and just be able to make a ton of money just with that one thing. And it's like, no, that's not how we do this. But I was the same way when I was being coached all those years ago. And I still am coached today. It's, you know, it's different things that make me step outside the box that really, you know, stretch my comfort zone a little bit. But it really Mm -hmm. is what's worthwhile for us. And when you coach your clients, I mean, I can see where you'd be. I can see where you're good at delegating and you're really good at being able to um, coach them through how to get through that fear. So what, so talk about that. We have about five minutes left until break, but that fear factor, that is such a big deal for so many people that I don't understand. Well, I do understand because I do it myself, but when it comes to fear, what is like one thing you've learned about that to maybe help them shatter that fear to be able to grow further? I want to give an analogy on this one. Years ago, I interviewed a bunch of coaches while I was becoming a coach. And one of them, um, I believe it was Alex Onderud, had given this visual. And I always remember it and I use it. Sometimes fear has been learned. Well, it's usually, it's always learned over the years. And this visual tends to help people. If you imagine yourself in a box and inside that box, is your entire community, your loved ones, your close friends, all the people that you surround yourself with. And in the middle of that box is a, is a drain. And let's say you start going down the drain. You're getting sucked down the drain. Those support people are the ones who are going to grab your wrists and your hands and your arms and be pulling you back up to safety, right? Because that's mm-hmm. what your support system does. Mm-hmm. Let's say the next day you see something outside the box that you want to really go for, something amazing, something interesting, something you never thought you could do, and you start climbing out of the box. Those same people who saved you from going down the drain are now pulling at your ankles to say, no, come back, come back in the box where you're comfortable, where we're comfortable with you being, because it's their fear that they're losing you, that you're going for something that's going to change the dynamic of the community in the box. Mm-hmm. So often, if does that analogy make sense to you? Oh, my gosh, so much so. Yeah, I, I was writing it down. It's so much so because it really is that learned, well, fear is learned, as you say, but that support system. And even though you love them and cherish them, uh, it can be hard sometimes. It is because it's their fear that you're absorbing sometimes, right? For someone who's an entrepreneur, they have that, I've got to go for it. This is my dream. But for some reason, the history, 
in their life a parent saying, no, go for that nine-to-five job, go for security, go for um, Social Security, <laughs> right? You know, um, or make sure you pick a profession that's in their heads. And what mm-hmm. money story do they tell themselves about how they can't invest in themselves because they actually don't have that exact amount in the bank? Like, mm-hmm. make it first before you spend it, right? Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. always done it opposite. Me too. I mean, I don't put, <laughs> yeah, and listen, I don't put myself in debt, and I don't mm-hmm. advocate, you know, taking out loans and all that stuff. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you're an entrepreneur and you are struggling with how to grow your business, Investing in a business coach is probably the smartest thing you could ever do because they're going to get you through that fear by let, pushing you to tip your toe in the water, right? Start mm-hmm. slow. Tip your toe in the water. How did that feel? How did that feel good? Because you know the minute you get over the fear, you realize, oh my God, that wasn't so bad at all. And mm-hmm. I actually like it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's I that's where I can see where you'd be great with I get on your... video chat in the beginning, and now she's doing Facebook Lives, and she's gleaming business from it. Isn't that fantastic? And I can see where you'd be so good with your clients, Nancy, so good with them, because I can just Thank see you. where you give them the the drive, and the, and it takes their own drive, but you give them the drive and the energy to do it, and I can see that. Now, we do have to go to break, but when we come back, I do have a question that somebody text in, so we will answer, and I'll talk to you about it at break, but then we'll answer that when we come back. But ladies and gentlemen, to get to Nancy's website, it is nancygazencoffer.com, and that is Nancy, and then G-A-N-Z. Okay, G-A-N-Z-E-K-A-U-F-E-R.com, Nancy Gazenkoffer. If you have questions for the show, give us a call at 1-866-472-5790. We will be right back after break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, johosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's johosman.com or 605-941-7969. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit johosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website, johosman.com, where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs. Also, support for the radio show and much more. Don't wait. Check out johosman.com for the special offer today. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. listening to go for it 
To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It. Welcome back to Go For It, my show here on Voice America. This is Joe, and I am interviewing the wonderful, wonderful business coach, Nancy Gazenkoffer. We are having a blast learning all about her and how she helps her wonderful entrepreneurs with her coaching practice. And like I stated before break, I have actually two questions, and now I have a third question. So from, I know, that just came in when we came right back from break. So the first question is from Linda. And she is asking, what is the biggest obstacle in creating your own business, question mark, fear, question mark, and then also what is the biggest sacrifice? Okay, so definitely fear is probably number one. And it's, it's normally an obstacle to, you know, starting a business and growing a business. And it's usually fear of what you don't know, like not having enough knowledge in whatever area you're trying to grow. So is it technology? Is it networking? Is it you don't really know how to close a sale or market yourself effectively or up a website, right? All these components go into it. Um, and, and that is satisfied, again, by just learning, getting a mentor, learning on your own, taking a course. I, I go through something called the profit puzzle with my clients, and it starts at the basic level of what you need to do, kind of like building the foundation of your business and then getting it up to the next level. And then by the time you're in the, the last three pieces of the puzzle, you should be booming, right? You've got all your pieces in place and you're, you know, you're humming. So that, mm-hmm. that definitely fear of the unknown, fear of not having knowledge would be the biggest obstacle. Um, when it comes to the biggest sacrifice, there's, there's two things that come to mind, and one I want to say is a misconception. So I want to mention that first before it goes out of my head and I forget to mention it. Mm-hmm. When you're a parent and you're a mom and you're growing a business, there's a lot of guilt around working and not spending time with your children mm-hmm. as much, perhaps, as you feel you should. So one of the things we talked about earlier, but I want to interject it here as well, is that if you schedule time to play, to spend time, to do things with your children, and they get that one-on-one time, they will be okay when you say mom has to work a little bit. And in the end, I'm through the storm. I have an 18, 22, and 24-year-old, and I have to tell you, I've heard from two of them at least that they are so good in business and they are so good at communication because they've watched me grow my business. And they've watched the ups and downs and the disasters and the crying nights and the successes they celebrated with them. And then seeing me go through that makes them amazing business people. My oldest son works for me. He's, oh, he's my nice. top strategist and virtual assistant using, mm-hmm. um, you know, a funnel, funnel marketing. Um, so that I just wanted to tell people, if you think you're sacrificing your children and your relationships with your children, don't be fooled. If you balance it right, you can do that. And then the other sacrifice, Joe, that you and I talked about on break is, is the fact that sometimes you have to look at your close network and say, who are the negative people that I'm listening to their messages ongoing and it's bringing out my insecurities? And sometimes you have to clean house. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You we have to clean house. Or, yeah. To, 
Yeah, you, you know, and when it comes to family, you might just have to change. The, you can't get rid of them, of course, nor would you want to, but mm-hmm. you might have to change your dialogue with them, not use them as your sounding board, because if they've never successfully run a business, they've never had the guts to finish a project they've started, um, that may not be the person you want to be brainstorming with and talking to you about your insecurities because they'll just make those insecurities bigger and bigger. Absolutely. All right. So the next question I have, and thank you for answering those. That was fantastic answers, by the way. Fantastic. So the next question is, um, this comes from Troy, um, and she says, ask her as a business coach, how do you keep it exciting as a coach to keep it from being repetitive? How do I keep it exciting as a coach? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't do cookie-cutter coaching. That's exactly why. It's really, where is the person? Well, one, okay, let me start from scratch. One, I coach many different types of entrepreneurs. So that's Mm -hmm. one way that I keep it interesting. I coach interior designers because that is the world I've been in for so many years. They already know me. They come to me naturally, and I do market to them. But I also coach other coaches, which is exciting, right, because it's always a different Mm -hmm. type of coach. Um, And then I coach other creative entrepreneurs. Right now I have a branding specialist, and I got on Zoom with her yesterday, which is a video conferencing like Skype, and I just went, oh, my God, I'm so happy to see you. um, because I have different programs. I can coach with somebody once a month, twice a month, or twice a month with email and text support. So I have different tiers, and then I have Mm -hmm. groups. So she's one of my one-on-one once a month, and each person I coach, it's not just do this, do this, do this, do this. I am listening to their personality. I'm listening to their business model. I'm listening to their dreams, and I'm going, okay, for you, I think that would work, and let's work on that, right? I call myself your business partner because mm-hmm. I literally partner in your space, and I think about you all the time, about what's going to work for you, and we, we change it up, and we try, and we experiment on new things, and it, it works. It works. That's so awesome. I, I don't, it's not boring for me because I mm-hmm. coach so many different types of personalities mm-hmm. and different types of entrepreneurs. And I think that's the best because you, you coach the different um, personalities. That's what I, I, I really hone in those personality types because I can have mm-hmm. two or three people running the same type of business and they all three do it differently. And it's yeah. all because of their personality and how they run their business or what they're holding them back from. One person is really good, has done this for 30 years, but just needs a little extra support because her other coach you know, retired, or have somebody being brand new who doesn't really have that. And, you know, I'm sure you have the same thing. And it's all about what they're doing, where they're at in their life journey and their business journey and how they keep it going. And their own authenticity, right? Is somebody more comfortable talking or somebody more comfortable writing? And again, we don't let them stay in their comfort zone for long, but let's get them really good and stepping out on what they're really good at and build on that and then take them to the next level. And if they say they want to try something, I'm not like, no, 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 you can't try that. That's not, it's not the program right? My program is very, it sounds like yours, very custom to each individual person. If I think it's a bad idea, I would definitely tell them because I have Mm -hmm. a lot of experience with a lot of different businesses and a Mm -hmm. lot of different business owners. And I constantly learn and train myself on the latest and greatest marketing techniques. I've come up with my own sales 
conversation formula that's not salesy, so it works really well for women. Um, and I, I teach them what they need to know to get to their next step, and I carry them along the way. So it's, it really is never boring. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's really good. Because I, uh, I've i talked to other coaches who have coached, and they've actually told me that they're getting kind of bored with it. And I said, well, then you need to spice it up a little bit. So I'm so excited when you say that, Nancy. It is so exciting, because I can see where you just be a fireball and just a go-getter with your coaching practice. You know, when I get bored, I just create the next uh, uh, content, right? So if I'm bored, I'm like, oh, let me create a a course. And then if Mm -hmm. I'm bored, I'll go to, you know, maybe I'll do a retreat, something that scares me, but I'm going to go and do a retreat. So I know where my future is taking me for when and if I ever get bored. That means it's time to make yourself uncomfortable again and create new problems for yourself and new fears because that's when you know you're continuing to grow. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. And Linda did say, thank you, Dancy and Joe. Wonderful answers. Oh, you're welcome. So, yes, yes. So fantastic answers. I'm glad she asked those. So you gave marvelous because we never know what's going on in somebody's life until we really delve into it, right? So we never know what's what's happening with people, which actually brings me up to what did you find is the biggest struggle for most entrepreneurs? I know we talked about fear, but is there another big struggle for them that you have found in your practice? You know, sometimes an entrepreneur has gone through a really big life-changing event, You know, they've lost a child, they've gone through a divorce, they've lost a parent that they cared for, and I find that there has been two occasions where I've had to say, and even though I'm a life coach and a business coach, I've had to say to them, I don't think you're ready to grow your business. Mm -hmm. I think what is a big struggle for some people is they, if they're depressed and truly depressed over a life situation, they need to work on that first and make that okay, right, Mm -hmm. to make that okay. So I think for entrepreneurs who are just went through a huge life change, I mean really recently, I work with people, they're years out of big life changes, and they're ready to get the help Mm -hmm. and go to the next level. And we're still, Mm -hmm. you know, again, dealing with self-esteem and confidence and, and getting outside of your fear zone. But if you're at a point where you're just kind of paralyzed, don't think that growing your business is going to solve that deal with that first. And I've had, I've turned away a couple of clients. And when I say turned away in the kindest way, say to them, like, I want you to work on this first. And this is what I would suggest. And they've thanked me. And one of them has already come back because she's now ready. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the order of things, I guess, is what I'm saying. You can't jump to the end of the line. You have to take a business and your life to being emotionally healthy, then getting the experimental stage of growing your business, and then getting the steady flow of your business, and then jumping it up to uh, where you're so thrilled every day. You're doing exactly what you want to do, and you're profitable, and you're happy. So mm-hmm. you can't go from the beginning of the line to the end of the line without you know, dealing with those stages in between. Absolutely. And I will tell you, when I went to write my book, I called the I called the publisher and he said, you know what, you're not ready yet. 
think about it, redo a few things and come back to me. Yeah. And it took me a year to do it, but I did it. And thankfully, then I got my book out there. So now, Nancy, we only have four minutes until the end of breaks or end of break, end of the show, unfortunately. And also, Troy also says thank you for the wonderful answer. So what I ask all my guests is if you have any last parting words for my wonderful audience, you have given such fantastic content. But if you have any last parting words, I know we would all cherish it and soak it up. You know, never stop dreaming and never stop going for what you want, whether it's fast or slow. If you are an entrepreneurial um, being, really, if you're an entrepreneurial being, you never really feel satisfied unless you're moving forward. Mm-hmm. Don't ever try to squash that ambition. Allow yourself to go at different stages. Mm-hmm. Do the learning. Look for the help. If you connect with somebody um, you know, ask for the help and keep your eyes wide open. You know, sometimes we do this, this is exactly what I want my business to look like. And that's, you know, you, you set your branding and you set your messaging and you set your business model and you create a course that nobody wants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yep. Oh no. Now what happens? You know, yeah. understand that a business evolves just like an artist goes through different stages in their career. They might go from, you know, traditional to abstract to different color schemes. That's the way a business is. Mm-hmm. It morphs Absolutely. and it changes. And keep your eyes and ears wide open and follow that path wherever it may take you. And don't be closed-minded and stuck on just one decision and one end result because it's going to change. It always changes. And change is good. Always Mm-hmm. Nancy, thank you so much for being my awesome guest expert today on the live radio show. It has been my pleasure to interview you. You are so full of awesome ideas, answers, and I can tell you're a dynamic business coach. So ladies and gentlemen, definitely get in contact with Nancy. She's on Facebook, LinkedIn, LinkedIn and Instagram. And her uh, website again is www.nancygazencoffer.com. And really get in contact with her and really you know, bring out the best for you. And Nancy, thank you so much. And thank you for being, again, my wonderful guest. And ladies and gentlemen, remember, I am your celebrity and business coach. And to reach your full potential, becoming bigger, better, bolder, and stronger with each and every day, check out my website as well. And that is johosman.com. And there I do have that 15-minute free Go For It Discovery Strategy session. And always remember, you are stronger than what you give yourself credit for. Always remember that. So go out and be great today. Be great always. And along the way, you know what? Show kindness and love wherever you go. Be a blessing to others. Take care. God bless. And until next week, have a fantastic week. Thank you for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great day and an even better week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel.